Hey, you found us. It's the Bud and Matt Sportscast. This is a retro-style sportscast where we are talking about the game separately from previewing the next game. Yeah, I, I uh, think, gosh, we might have to go back to 2019 when we did a, a game recap because, you know, last year it was like, you know, we only played four games. So I, we might have done one on the night of the Arizona game. I think, I think we did. That. Yeah, I think we did special. as the game was not even over. We did in the fourth quarter. We did. It was it was a Ben and Matt very special episode, as they say. But uh, you know, like, hey, we're, the the season is starting to ratchet up for these Sun Devils, and and uh, I think we got to raise our game with it, right? Absolutely agreed. The Sun Devils uh, coming off of a big win against UCLA, facing the Stanford Cardinal, coming off of a big win against Oregon, and it you know. The ASU defense rose to the occasion again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I mean, uh, like my big picture takeaway was this, uh, and there's a lot of you know, there's more little picture takeaways. But what I what I noticed, and I, I know you'll remember this, um, eight years ago when we were in the stadium to watch Stanford and ASU in that Pac-12 title game, mm-hmm. and it just felt like Stanford was bigger, stronger, tougher. Like we had some chances. The score wasn't totally lopsided, but but it was clear they were the better team. Last night was the opposite. We were the we were the bigger, tougher, stronger team. We were the team that could run the ball when we needed to. We were the team that could stop the run when we needed to. Uh, I mean, it, it just was, you know. Now, look, I know this isn't Stanford of 2013. I get that. Um, but it's not but ASU it was, of 2013 either. It's not. It's not, you know. And that was the thing that just I, I enjoyed so much was feeling like, hey, it's, it's third short we can run this ball and get the first down. And more often than not, we did. We converted our first six third downs, um, you know, got a little ragged in the second half offensively, but I don't think anything to be too alarmed about. And and they could not run the ball well. I mean, with sack yardage figured in, they had nine yards rushing total. Now, obviously, some of that's a little distorted because of the sacks, but take away the sacks, I think it's still under 50 yards. Yeah, it was 45 and, and for Jones and Pete combined. So there you go. I mean, you know, like, defensively, you you know, you tell me that you can give me under 50 yards rushing allowed, five sacks and three turnovers forced, and we're going to win every game we play if you give me that production. Now, you know, I mean, and the offense is really starting to look like they're in some rhythm. They're running the ball well. They're feeling comfortable. Daniels is kind of finding some – comfort zone with Pearsall and Hodges and, well, and you know it's the just, play like calling it's coming together the play calling for the second week in a row found it felt like everything was in rhythm yeah you know, the, the back-to-back plays on the fake reverse pass followed yes. by the reverse uh, the, yeah that, that mean, was that, great play calling because they got him leaning was. one way and then they come right back with it without the lateral back to Daniels. it was it was and and you know I mean uh I was, uh, you know, obviously, you know, I was, I was working in the ASU radio booth, so I heard their call, and you know, Healy said something about, you know, well, you never see two reverses in a row, and of course, you think about that, and think, hey, that's why you do it, because you know, you do one, the the opponent is not going to be thinking, well, we better be prepared for another one. No, you know, you think, well, we we had their trick play, now they're going to come right at us. No, it was it was right back at it with another little trick play. So, yeah, and and boy, Elijah Badger. Four career touches, two touchdowns. That's a that's a nice both rushing. I believe. Yeah, yeah, and and had a big catch on third down last night. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's slow and coming for him. Obviously, he's not you know he's not going out and having ten catches a game. But I don't think that you know, like I said to you on Thursday, that's just not what our offense is. 
Um, I don't think we're going to have a receiver, you know, with, with 10 catches in a game. Um, well, not you know, when you're only completing 14 balls. I, and, but you and, don't need to. And to be clear, you can yeah. run it like that. I was just going to say, like, there, there was no reason to pass because we ran for right. 255 yards. Right. And, I mean, that's the third uh, game this year. We've been over 200 yards rushing. So, yeah, if you could do that, who cares? Uh, White averaged 7.4, Trainum averaged 5.6, and Nada averaged 4.2. That's Yeah, and pretty. Daniels had, you know, the 51-yard run and a couple other good runs. I mean, I'll say this. So, you know, you get a, you get a different – I was up in the press box, so you have an overhead view, and you can see – the entire field, obviously, and at ASU, you're way overhead. And and the one thing that impressed me about Daniels last night is he he doesn't force it. Now sometimes maybe that's not good, but in a game like last night when we had the lead, when we were running the ball well, like don't force it, man. I mean, he threw it when someone was open, and mm-hmm. when they weren't, he would take the few yards and get out of bounds, or he would and throw slide. it away a couple times. Yeah, you know, like it was it was very in control. Uh, of of the game, it was you know again the stat line is nothing impressive for him on the you know fourteen to twenty three under two hundred yards no passing touchdowns. You look at that stat line and say eh, mediocre game, but it wasn't. He he was he was very solid. He ran it well, and he just he controlled the tempo. It felt like the whole team did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it never it never felt like the game was in jeopardy. You know, it just felt like we were the better team from from the first drive. You know, first first three drives we went seventy five plus yards on all three and scored touchdowns on all three. Mm-hmm. Tough to complain about that. Yeah, well, and the thing you and I, I think both thought would happen is Stanford would slow the game way down, which they did. Um, they kind of did, yeah. In the first half, yeah. in the first half, I think they did. Right. right you know, agreed. the second half when agreed. they were down two scores and then three scores, then they, had, they to. had to. Yeah. But when the game was in doubt, they really tried to take the air out of the sails, and you know what? If you just keep scoring touchdowns, they can go as slow as they want. Right, right. You know? I mean, you know, and I, and I know, like, Healy, and, and you might have heard it on the radio, Healy and Van Rapphorst were, were kind of harping on that, you know, the offense kind of didn't really look that great in the second half, and we didn't score any points offensively. And, I mean, that's true. It, inarguable, we didn't score any points offensively. But we had a drive that got inside the 20. We got stopped in fourth and one. We had another drive that got inside the 20 and missed a field goal. So it wasn't like we didn't move the ball. Uh, I mean, the last drive, we got a couple of first downs to run the clock out. I, I wasn't too um, upset by what the offense did in the second half, in spite of the lack of points. Again, we had the lead, and we didn't need to, to take any unnecessary risk to try to score points. So, okay, you know, like, just just be smart with the ball. Don't make mistakes. Trust your defense, and and the defense rose to the occasion throughout the second half. Yeah, I, for me, the the big takeaway of what happened was the defense. And, and Doug Haller tweeted, "Yeah, offensive co- or coaches, position coaches move around all the time. ASU needs right. to do what it can to keep Rodriguez because the D line. Yeah. You know, you're playing without Lole. You're playing without, without Mattis, Mattis last night. Yep, and yep. still." You know, still very good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, five sacks, sacks. eight tackles for a loss. Yep, yep. Tyler Johnson had his best game. Couple sacks. He was, he was a presence. Um, You know, we gave up some big pass plays. I mean, I was, I was tracking stats. That was my my job, and so I was looking at numbers. And you know, we, I think they had ten pass plays of fifteen plus yards. And you look at that and think, that's that's a lot, and it and it is. But some of them were just really good plays. By them. Well, you know, I mean, like the, there, were, there were a couple throws in the second or in the first half that were like, those are well defended. They just yeah. made a play. What could you do? 
Yeah, I mean, McKee dropped a couple into Eurosec yeah. that yes, were that tight end is good. You yeah. know, yeah. It, it's it's tough to say much about what happened. Jack Jones was in his pocket on one, right. and right. and he caught it. I think it was between it was I think it was between Jones and Fields with Pierce over the top. Yeah, and and yeah. he caught it, and it's like okay, well you gotta just tip I, your hat because that was good exactly. defense. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's what I said a couple times on Thursday. The other team has good players, too, and they have coaches and they have scholarships. And, you know, like sometimes they're just going to execute and make plays. And they did. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I'd have to, I, you know, if I was so inclined, I'm not going to. I, You know, you go back and look at those 10, you know, 15 plus pass plays. How many times was the receiver free and, and open? I don't remember. I remember one to, to the running back on their touchdown drive, the one Chase Lucas got hurt on. Mm-hmm. The running back leaked out, or maybe it was a tight end. It was a, you know, and he was open, and and you know, Lucas had to come up and make the hit that knocked him out of the game, mm-hmm. uh, you know. But other than that, it was like, you know, guys are making plays, man. I mean, you know, like one of those things you just you live to see the next down. And again, of all those, like none of those were okay. The guy's open for twenty, and then we miss a tackle, and he goes for fifty. You know, yeah. they okay. You know, if he's gonna throw it thirty yards in the air and pick up thirty yards. All right, shake their hand and say good play. But mm-hmm. you know, we we kept them out of the end zone all but one time, uh, forced some turnovers. Uh, you know, uh, obviously the Jack Jones interception lateral was was the highlight of the game. Risky, but worked out great, and it gave mm-hmm. us the the you know cushion we needed um, to to you know basically have the game in hand. And yeah, I mean, I just I come out of it feeling really good. Both you know both sides of the ball. Um, you know, special teams was kind of a kind of a wash last night. Nothing, nothing really bad, but nothing great. Uh, you know, there weren't there wasn't much in the return game either way. Uh, you know, Taylor was was pretty much taken out of the game. I don't think we had a kick return all night, did we? No. From what I recall, they were all touchbacks. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, punts. We forced several punts, but they were all inside our you know our territory. So a lot of fair catches. Uh, you know, so like. There wasn't much there, but offense, defense, I man, I come out of it feeling pretty darn good. Yeah, for me, the defense had a combined seven tackles between Robertson and Butler. Yeah. And you didn't feel like they were missing. You just felt like, yeah, they were doing their job. They were playing right, pass coverage right. and, and it was a lot of tackles in the secondary. Yeah. You know, yeah, but yeah. I, I want to take a, a moment to note. Tommy Hill got a lot of run yesterday yeah. after Chase Lucas's injury, and He's I I felt like going to get more. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. felt like he I mean, accorded himself well. You know, yeah, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, you know, and and I mean, the guy's been up and down with his off the field stuff, but Jack Jones was really good last night. Like mm-hmm. that was that was a game you we talked about it this week. How many five stars do we have on defense? And you remember Jack Jones was one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a game where he looked it. Like he, you know, he was good. Like he gave up some gave him some completions but he was in position um you know he had the one interception which was good defense like he cut off the slant route it was it was no fluke to that interception he made that play almost had another one later you know it was in his hands and you know he didn't catch it but it was great coverage mm-hmm. uh he was very solid and if he can keep his head screwed on straight we're gonna be fine i mean because i think chase lucas it doesn't sound like he's you know i don't think it's a one-week injury i don't know if he's out for the year but I think he's he's injured. But, um, so but Hill and Davis coming in right. played well. We're good. And we're and good. Uh, Jones was good. first yeah. first real Keon Markham sighting. Kawan yes, has played yes. a fair bit, but 
yeah, Keon with yeah. the pick. Yep, yep. It's good to see that. Yeah, I mean, Fields was in and out a couple times. He left limping and then would come back in. So, yeah, it was it was uh, it was good to see some of the depth. You know, I, I Ely said in his pregame, you know, that this was the first game all year we had the projected starters all available. That didn't last long. Mm-hmm. Lucas was out by the end of the first quarter. Um, you know, and Fields, like I said, was in and out occasionally. But uh, you know, that's that's the area we talked about in August of you know uh, unprecedented depth for ASU to have a second line of, of secondary that you know felt like they could play and and they're going to have to and they already have. I mean, they've they've shown themselves very well. Um, some of these unheralded defensive linemen. I mean, BJ Green, a former walk on, mm-hmm. Anthony Cooper. I mean, these are names we didn't we didn't speak about. In all the times we talked about this team leading into the year, those names never even were on the radar. And and they're making plays, you know, they're out there in big moments. And, uh, I mean, I, I'm very pleased. Well, very I think pleased that's, with what I, I've seen on defense. I, I think that's part of why you got to give such credit to Rodriguez. But also, for sure. For sure. Uh, Haller had this note uh, a few weeks back. It was, uh, I think it was before the Colorado game that Trevez Moore was out on the field and Lole was right. out on the field. I think it was Lole, but they were out on the field right. with Cooper, with, with the guys you mentioned and, right. and just showing them like, Hey, do this. If you get the guy doing this, try this. And yeah. it's like, yeah. Hey, that Trevez Moore bought in. That's a guy who, you exactly. know, was for a guy who's only been here for, you know, less than a full year and played what three games. Now he's, mm-hmm. you know, done for the season, you know, but yeah, it's great to see. I mean, that's what you, that's what you want. You want your players to kind of be your, your, you know, assistant coaches as well. And we got a lot of veterans. Lole's one, obviously been around for quite a while. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like it's, it's, I mean, it's too bad. He's not on the field, but he's finding a way to still make an impact. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I've just, I, I come out of it very pleased. Um, it was a, you know, it was a test because we had this big win on the road. Six days later, here we are, you know, playing again. And uh, we didn't talk about it on Thursday, but it hit me yesterday. I was thinking, boy, we have some ugly uh, recent and, and maybe not as recent history of night home conference games. Remember the Oregon game with Mariota, mm-hmm. the UCLA game with Brett Hundley, uh, like some just really ugly losses. And, and that was just a really good, strong showing last night against a, a solid team. I don't want to make Stanford into, you know, the 1984 San Francisco 49ers or anything like that, but they're a, they're a solid team and we, we beat them convincingly. Yeah. Look, they just beat Oregon and, right. and we just held them down. It, it right. was, right. It, it, you know, the analogy you said, comparing it to how it was the reverse of before it, it was, this was a team where Forever, it felt like we were the little brother trying to catch yes. up to them, and now it felt yes. like we were the big brother just holding them down. Yeah, yeah, it was very much the opposite of what what we saw in that 2013 game and a couple of games we played up there in the in the last decade, where like the scores within range. I remember there was I think it was 2017. It was a game at Stanford. I was I was on the road. Um, I was driving that day to LA, and you were texting me updates. So I didn't see much of it, but it was one of those games you just felt like, well, we're in the game, we were down maybe, you know, 10 points, 7 points, 10, but we just, we weren't the better team. It was very clear, like, we were not. And the Pac-12 title game was the same way, like, it would have taken some fluky things for us to win that game. And last night was the opposite. They needed some fluky things, they didn't happen, and we won. Mm-hmm. And we overcame a turnover, you know? They- we did, yeah, yeah. A, I mean, a only- surprising fumble. 
about the only thing that stopped us in the first half is that fumble. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we had five possessions in the first half, three touchdowns, the fumble, and then the, you know, end of the half, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, just, uh, again, happy with what I've seen from the offense of late, happy with what I've seen from the defense of late, and now it's, uh, you know, it's another next week. We'll talk about it more, but, you know, can you can you take it on the road in a – presumably tougher environment than UCLA. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Um, Certainly louder. Definitely louder. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I I mean, gosh, I remember, I remember saying to you before Colorado, that if we could beat Colorado, which we did, that the next three games would tell the tale. And so far, two of those three feel quite good. And if Mm -hmm. we go in, I mean, I know it's, it's an if, but if we go into that bye week at six and one, boy, would that be a, a nice, position to be in with you know five games to go three home games a fairly manageable slate it feels like down the stretch yeah well and with it it, you know what makes the utah game loom large and we'll talk more about this is a whoever wins gets a two-game lead head-to-head right right yeah i mean we've already beaten two south teams uh, obviously, I don't think Colorado is going to be a factor in the division race. But nonetheless, we beat them. You know, uh, tiebreakers, you know, head-to-head, but also uh, division record. If you're in a three-way tie or something like that, that matters. So we're, you know, we're off to a good start there. Um, and, yeah, the Utah one just, I mean, it, that's the thing. We've had seasons like this before, and they're great. They're wonderful. But, you know, you win a game, and for me at least as a fan, and I think you're the same way, attention quickly turns to the next one. It feels like, okay, now that's the biggest one. But that's good. That, that's what you want. That's when you're having a good season. You have a big win and you think, well, now I just got to do it again next week. Yeah. We get one extra day. We do. We do. You know, and, and, and you know, like the time to take the foot off the gas for a little bit is coming. You know, mm-hmm. you, 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 you go finish this one, you get this one, and then you have your bye. And you have Washington State at home. That's a game that feels pretty manageable. Can't can't sleepwalk through it, but nonetheless, they don't look great. You get them at home, you know. Like so, so the time's not now. You gotta you gotta give everything you got to win this one, and then if you can, you know, ease off the throttle on the bye week, okay, do it, and then be ready to to push it back down when you come back. Mm. Exactly. So we'll see, we'll see, but yeah, just uh, uh, you know, like I said this morning, I I was you know going kind of you know going back through the game and. Just thought, man, I, I feel really good about this team. And it's not homerism because, you know, three weeks ago I did not. And I don't think you did either, uh, you know. Um, so it's not like I just see, you know, the cup half full all the time. I think I'm a realist. And I think this team has really persuaded me the last three weeks that they found something. Yeah. I think Zach Hill needs to stay in the box. Oh, God, yes. I was thinking that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, whether it's that or just we just we got a comfort zone and maybe it would have happened anyway. But yeah, the, the, you know, I, I've been happy with what he's done there. Let's let's keep everything the same. You don't mess with karma. Absolutely. Uh, well, we will be back uh, on Thursday for our regularly scheduled program to talk about Stanford. Yes. We'll talk about what else is going on in the world of sports. Yeah. Yeah. But until next time, he's Matt. I'm Ben. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast.